Hi, I'm Caitlin Prest, and I am here in your ear to tell you about a very incredible new show called Asking For It. Asking For It is a darkly comedic series that follows a queer femme singer whose history of violence finds her no matter how many times she runs away. It has an original soundtrack, and it'll make you laugh, cry, and feel a little bit less alone. Asking for it. Subscribe now. This is a CBC Podcast. Hello, listen, uh, Pooja, when are you going to get married? Wow. Now that's a question I never heard before. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I cannot predict that. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to meet new people. Uh, you're not uh, trying hard enough, I know. This is not exactly a pep talk. I mean, I'm trying. That's Pooja and her mom, Anita. Pooja is in Toronto. Hi, I'm Pooja Joshi. I'm 34 years old and I'm single. Pooja's mom is in India at the moment. But that does not stop her from harping on about one of her favorite topics, her daughter's lack of a husband. You know, your younger cousin is married with two kids. So you need to hurry up and make a decision now. Time is flying. You know, you can't really compare me to my cousin. She's a different person. What is different? She's a girl like you. And she married that first person she met from Chadi.com. And you keep rejecting people. Shadi.com is an Indian online matchmaking service, but the implication goes beyond dating. Shadi is Hindi for wedding. So Shadi.com is like the intersection of your average dating app and an old school, traditional arranged marriage complete with your parents vetting prospective partners, which is something Pooja, who is a comedian, she works at the debaters, has made fun of in one of her stand-up routines. It's basically your parents setting you up for a marriage. It's kind of like Tinder, except you don't swipe right. Your parents do it for you. (laughs) (laughs) But now, after years of trying the usual dating apps without success, Pooja is reconsidering. I mean, how bad could it possibly be having her parents find a husband for her? People have been doing it for thousands of years. Certainly a lot longer than people have been finding partners on the internet. So earlier this year, through a mix of family pressure and sheer optimism, she cracked and signed up to the matchmaking site. I'm Macy Rowe, and this is The Dog Project. Today, we are dating with Pooja Joshi, and the whole family is coming along for the swipe. Here's Pooja. All over the world, Indians are meeting each other and marrying. Everyone, that is, except for me. I find myself in my 30s and still unmarried. That might not sound so alarming to you, but to my family, alarm bells are definitely ringing. If you're an Indian girl, unmarried in her 30s, you better hurry up. As you're fast approaching the status of an old maid, as unfair and outdated as that might sound. But if you're an unmarried Indian man in his 30s or even 40s, you're still a catch. I think in the Indian community or the South Asian community, you're supposed to be married by a particular age. And if you're not, you're a leftover on the shelf with an expiry date with um, 
you know, ticking ovaries. So I think there's a lot of pressure in society, um, especially the culture that we're in, to get married by a certain age. This is my friend, Urvi. I'm Urvi. I'm from the UK originally. I work as a family physician. I met my husband on an Indian matrimonial website, and we're currently living in the UK. With my family, the expectation is I get married as my parents did, in an arranged match. My parents met through an Indian matrimonial classified ad in a newspaper. They were set up by their parents. And my mom says she didn't have much of a say in the alliance. When I met your father, my mother told me, he's a doctor, he's good looking, you will marry him. So I said yes to him within 10 minutes. In those days, girls did not have much of a say in India, but you have many choices, Puja. My mom is known as a mover and shaker of sorts in our community. She's a negotiator, a matchmaker. So it's a massive disappointment that her daughter isn't married yet. So mom, I wanted to ask you, what did you feel when I signed up for the Indian matrimonial website to find a life partner? I was happy, very happy. Finally, you were going to find yourself a good man. I had been so worried for you. I still am. I was looking for a husband for you everywhere. I went, the temple, my friends, my family, even at the, my doctor's office. I will ask if they knew of a nice single wife for you. But when you signed up a shadi, I was a bit relieved, knowing that now we will have choices. Also, because you are so picky, and you do not like everyone. But I hope you make a decision soon. I, as I want to see my grandkids. I'm not doing this just for the sake of my family. I'm doing it because I genuinely want to get married. I don't need a husband to provide for me. I pay my own bills. I have my own house. I run errands, assemble IKEA furniture on my own even change a flat tire if I need to. I want a partner I can share a bond of love, respect and trust with. Someone I can call my best friend. I want the kind of love you grow old with, you know, like in the movies. I want what Noah and Ali have in the notebook. Because I want you. I want all of you, forever, you and me, every day. <laughs> Will you do something for me? My dad is more of a back to basics kind of guy old school. In July of 2020, he creates a few matrimonial ads for me in Indian newspapers without my knowledge. Proposals are invited for a charming, beautiful Brahmin Mangli girl, five feet three inches, settled in Canada, daughter of a doctor. We're seeking a well-educated and qualified groom. Not exactly how I would describe myself. But most of these ads are a sales pitch. Manglik means the position of Mars in my birth horoscope. Brahman is the caste to which my family belongs. We never talked about caste or horoscope when I was growing up, but apparently they carry a lot of significance in the marriage market. My dad is very old-fashioned, and he decides my future husband should be someone 
just like him. Someone from a good family mm-hmm. with a good educational and professional background. For some strange reason, he also wants him to be tall. Something I can't claim to be at five feet three inches. My dad shares my profile with a man living and working as a software engineer in Singapore. He comes from the same town as my dad in Punjab, India. I never speak to the suitor, but I'm told I don't need to, as my dad is already on board, and I would be foolish to miss such a lucrative alliance. Even before I meet him, the suitor and his family are saying I should give up my career and move to Singapore to live with him. Oh, I let go of this very tempting prospect. After that, my dad drops the classified ads, but he leaves me with this very useful piece of advice on getting married versus dating. Some people, they date, then they get married. Most Indians do the opposite. You should try it. Stop thinking so much. Just do it. <laughs> just do it? Okay. okay. Just stop. Like, okay, just do it. Take the leap and just jump in, I guess. Okay. Very inspiring advice. Maybe I'll make it the ringtone on my phone. Just do it. 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 Next, my mom picks up the reins. And it gives her a chance to outshine my dad. She fills out my profile on shadi.com. In most cases... Parents set up profiles for their children. You could say it's a tech-savvy equivalent of the traditional arranged marriage. Unlike Tinder and the other dating apps where a bathroom selfie or a picture with your cat and your location will get you the right swipes, Shadi.com is highly competitive. This kind of scenario is so common in the arranged marriage market that there are comedy routines about it on YouTube. Like this bit by comic Joe Gowda. Tinder will tell you his age. A brown parent will find out the exact alignment of planets at the time of his birth. (laughs) It doesn't stop there. They continue to wet him with a fine-tooth comb. What are his qualifications? Monthly income? Last three years' tax returns? (laughs) Honestly, I have found laughing it off is the only way to cope. You think this process is going to work for me? Totally, 100%, I believe it will work. If you think Facebook is invasive, you haven't tried Shadi.com. You need to reveal intimate details about yourself, like income, profession, height, weight, eye color, complexion, diet, mother tongue, birth horoscope, religion, caste, and community. And then it also asks you, what are you looking from from a partner? My friend Urvi went through this too. So you can also specify, right, I want this um, person who has to be of this height, occupation, weight, etc. So there's so many little technical things that you can actually put on there. Um, and it's... And the background, too. This is Urvi's husband, Devang, so like, who she oh, met yeah, on shadi.com. If you're, if you're willing to only date, you know, Sindhi people or Gujarati people or Punjabi people, there's so many different kinds of Indians. So right? your ethnicity and um, your religion so the, and, and the language that you speak. India is a very diverse country with multiple languages and communities. You focus on a man who has the same values in life 
and has been raised the same way you have been. If you have similar background, it will work. Okay, I mean, I, I guess I, I, I agree with you, but it's, and I have a lot of respect for this pro- whole process. I really do, but it's just, it's a little stressful, you know. It, I feel like I'm in a marketplace and everyone is trying to like one-up each other to showcase themselves as the best match. It's like, it's almost like, like, look at me, I'm this new product on sale and look at my six-figure salary and my Ivy League degree and my shiny car and big house. And it's just, it's, you know, I'm missing the genuine personal connection. In September 2020, I start going on dates arranged by my mom. She does the swiping and pre-interviews the families of potential suitors, mainly Indian men living in Canada. When you have finished recording, but before we even have a date, I have to phone them to gauge their interest. Hi, uh, this is Pooja. Your uh, sister actually shared your number through Shadi.com. Hi, this is Pooja. Your mom shared your number. Hi, this is Pooja. I think your cousin shared your number through Shadi.com. Hey, this is uh, Pooja. Your uh, dad shared your number. Uh, have we spoken before? Hi, this is Pooja. Hey, this is uh, Pooja. Hi. Hi. Hey there. Uh, 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 oops, I think I might have to redial. I'm so sorry. This is... This is awkward. Okay, thanks. Bye. AC here. Coming up, Pooja introduces us to some of her dates. Sit tight. I'm Jonathan Goldstein, host of Wiretab. Each week you're invited to listen in on my telephone conversations, whether funny, sad, wistful, or even slightly strange. You never know just what you might hear on Wiretab. Uh, I mean, I knew you had a show. I just... I just didn't think that people actually listened to it. Howard, That's you... the breath of your genius, Jonathan. It's not just that you're funny, but you can be cripplingly, poignantly depressing. The Wiretap Archives, available on CBC Listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. I meet with a lot of men through Shadi.com. Probably 20 in the first few months, either by Zoom or in person. One of those dates is with Jasjeet. My name is... Jasjeet Bawa. I am a Toronto resident. I've been in Canada for now about 23 years. We are set up by our moms in November 2020. We meet once, but decide we aren't the best match. So we never end up having a second date. In fact, he tells me that he's giving up on dating. And after going on dozens of dates in the space of those first 12 months with doctors, lawyers, software engineers, software consultants, and bankers, I start to understand why. I mean, just double check. So it's recording. I recorded my thoughts in an audio journal. My mom, as usual, told me that she uh, shared my number with this guy. I looked at his profile and it seemed like a decent one. You know, he's, um, he studied engineering you know, traveled around the world, is well-read, um, and likes classical music like I do. So I thought, yeah, you know, maybe we'll have some common interests. Uh, so I jumped on a call with him. Uh, those were the toughest 15 minutes of my life because um, he just kept talking and talking and talking for the 15 minutes we were on that call and did not let me utter one word. Like, literally, I could not speak one word. Uh, he seems to think that we have a connection. Uh, I don't think so. 
Yeah. By December 2021, I'm still single. I call up Jasjeet, the guy who had given up on dating, thinking we can sympathize with one another, bond over our single status. And how long have you been single for, assuming you're single right now? Actually, uh, I just got married. Oh, congratulations. Uh, thank you. It was merely four weeks ago. Congratulations. So much for bonding. Thank you. But Jasjeet tells me he really did stop dating. It's a long process. And it was only by chance that he met his now wife. It was such an ironic situation because I thought that I had disabled my my online profile and I got this this message of like oh that you have an interest and it won't let me open it because my login was gone and for some reason I decided okay I need to take up the password you know to the forget password thing and set up so I did all that and I met this and I saw this person and the the profile was written by her it was a very simple and genuine profile and I said, okay, well, let's just talk to her on the phone and have a conversation. Maybe, you know, let's have a 10-minute conversation. It's not going to hurt anybody. Our first conversation ended up being two hours. It just clicked, and, and I never knew what that click really meant. It just clicked. I would really like to know that feeling. When you say it has to click, what does that mean? Is it a camera that it will click? <sighs> no, it's just, it's just, just because you like someone for me doesn't mean I have to li- like, you know, I like them. It's just, I, I think differently. I, I don't know. But it's hard to imagine it clicking while I'm slogging through this process on Shadi. Stop thinking so much. Just do it. Just do it. In one of my meetings with a suitor and his family, my cooking habits are non-negotiable. They want to ensure I will cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner daily. And we discuss the menu for each meal in detail. <sighs> in another meeting, the placement of the planet Mars in my birth horoscope is a deal breaker. Because remember, a brown parent will find out the exact alignment of planets at the time of his birth. <laughs> Chashid says he ran into that as well. The amount of scrutiny that they, that that aspect of my profile went through on, really? on these websites, I had to dig up my time of birth. I don't keep it in my right. you know in my records, but I had to give a time of birth, and then they had to ask whether it was how accurate it was because you know you can't have it off by even a couple of minutes. Right. Um, <laughs> the the location and all these things. Um, the, f- the funniest anecdote I think I had was where someone asked me for my blood type okay. and they turned down the the matrimonial interest or the interest on the website uh, because they said that our blood types were incompatible. I, I had n- never in my life heard that blood types had to be compatible. It was a bit shocking. It was a bit surprising. But I decided to stick with the process. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's late December 2021 when I go on another Zoom date. And miracle of miracles, the conversation is 
effortless. By the way, the suitor gave me permission to record. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I agree with you. But what about you? What do you do to like de-stress and you know? for de-stressing, I started doing yoga this year, which was fun. Yeah, and then you know, I I also pursued some music and I do stand-up comedy. So I do. What? No way. <laughs> so I do a few things. Comedy, like you've gone on stage and done it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't in this this year. I haven't done a in person uh, on stage, yeah. but we've done virtual shows. And that's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, so this is something. Just keep myself busy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's funny you mentioned stand up comedy because that's something that I also want to do. As far as first dates go, it is flawless. So much so that we plan on actually meeting up in person for a date. Maybe there is some hope. Of course, even if we do get along, that's not the end of the story. Because as an Indian, you do not just marry the person, you marry the whole family. And the family has set expectations before a marital union can proceed. This is Jashit again. They're sort of viewed as not just individuals coming together, but families coming together and communities coming together. Um, there is a big uh, involvement by not just the parents, but the extended family, the uncles, the aunts, the grandparents, they all get involved and they're all trying to find where the matches are. So I think it's it, the process is not just about, well, who does the person like, but it's all about the personality traits of the family. One thing that was passed to me when I would, when my parents were involved was, oh, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So if the parents and the family structure is good, then the chances are that the person you want to marry is going to be good as well. It's January 2022. It has been close to two years that I've been actively looking for a spouse. I decided to set up a second date with the guy I met on Zoom in December. We had a connection, right? He liked that I was into stand-up comedy and even wanted to try it himself. This time, I don't record our conversation, but immediately after, I described it all in my audio journal. So it's uh, January 2nd, uh, second day of 2022. Um, I just had my second conversation. Um, after our first uh, conversation, we were planning on meeting up and he seemed like a nice guy. I wanted to get to know him better. And I was just telling him that I was, you know, trying to book my third booster shot. Um, and I asked him when he was going to get his. Um, and turns out that he hasn't gotten his first and second yet. He is actually not planning on getting vaccinated ever. Which is uh, a shocker. I did not see this coming. So I, I don't know. Out of all the bad dating experiences I've been through, this was not something I had expected. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. We clearly don't see eye to eye on something I feel is important. It's hard not to feel discouraged. But I tell myself that this system has worked for so many people. People like my friends, Devang and Urvi, who found each other through Shadi.com have a little more faith in the process right um i think the world kind of gives you the energy that you put out i've always believed that the people that you need to be around will come into your life 
when they need to be around. And ultimately, I think you know what you're happy to kind of compromise with because there isn't, you know, nobody's perfect and nobody's ever going to take 100% of what you're looking for. So follow your heart and don't worry, the right one will come along when they're supposed to. Meanwhile, my mom is getting desperate that I meet someone. When I was in my early 20s, she said it better be a doctor. Then in my mid-20s, she said, well, a lawyer is okay too. Late 20s, well, get yourself a CPA. Now in my 30s, she's like, anyone, anyone. If you can walk, talk, grab him while the offer lasts. What do you mean you don't like him? Stop being so picky. Meet this boy who is from India. He's a bit overweight, but he's a software engineer, okay? Don't refuse him. <laughs> That's not exactly the best pitch. Just call him on Friday night. They love your profile. Don't do anything new or talk too much. Wow. Don't just look a guy and say, oh, I don't like him. You know, Puja, you like somebody, you have to know them. So I am saying at least talk to the person. I am saying you date the person. You get a better sense of who a person is. You have to hurry up now, please, Puja. It is an irony that my mom is so pushy about finding me a groom. Because here's the thing. While my parents are still officially together, they haven't actually been together as a couple since I was a teenager. Now I understand that my parents kept up appearances because of the stigma of divorce in our community and to protect me and give me a normal childhood. But I also know my parents' relationship has affected how I view marriage and what I want from it. So although I've been at it for two years now, I will keep searching for my Mr. Darcy. But how are you this evening? This is Darcy. <laughs> Maybe I will meet him through Shadi.com. Maybe I won't. Where and how isn't important. What matters is that click. When I do. Now you may kiss the bride. Pooja Joshi. That doc was produced by Allison Cook, Tanera McLean, and Kevin Ball. Now, the gift you have been waiting for. You can download your very own motivational ringtone, courtesy of Pooja's dad. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Find that on our website at cbc.ca slash docproject and be encouraged to accomplish all your dreams, matrimonial and otherwise, every time your phone rings. That's all for us this week. The Doc Project is produced by Tanera McLean, Julia Poggle, and me. Althea Manassan is our digital producer and our senior producer is Allison Cook. I'm Macy Rowe. Thanks for listening.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.